A coroner in the UK has found a British humanitarian worker in Ukraine was unlawfully killed while carrying out aid work. 28-year-old Christopher Parry was with New Zealand aid worker Andrew Bagshaw when he was killed in the Solidar region of Ukraine a year ago. Post-mortem reports have concluded that Mr Parry and Mr Bagshaw were both killed by gunshot wounds to the head and other parts of the body. That differs, of course, from the initial explanation of their death, which was that their vehicle was hit by artillery fire. Coroner Darren Salter at the Oxfordshire Coroner's Court this week cited some evidence that the Wagner Group, a Russian state-funded private military company, was involved in the killing. Andrew Bagshaw's parents, Dame Sue and Professor Phil Bagshaw, attended the inquest and join us now. Atsumarie. Kia ora. This outcome won't come as a surprise to you. You've both always maintained that Andrew was a victim of a war crime, haven't you, Phil? We have indeed, yes. It's the next step to getting getting it recognised as a, a war crime. The coroner can't find that, but the coroner did find that it was an unlawful killing, which uh, can then be used by the, the prosecutors to investigate the possibility of a war crime. So this inquest lend some weight to those conclusions that they were killed in a war crime by Wagner Group and there there is some evidence on Telegram and things like that I remember from last year seeing those things pop up online does that all add to the next step? Uh, Everybody there knew perfectly well it was a war crime Charlotte it really is the important thing now is that we have to get actual evidence like witness evidence or something like that and for that the New Zealand government and the UK government have to send an investigator actually to Ukraine uh, where they can get that evidence. And and will that happen? Uh, Well uh, so far I haven't seen any inclination by either government to want to do that Uh, but if we have our way then it certainly will. And the Parry family are also feeling in the same way. So you continue to push um, as as both Fano. What was their reasoning for saying that their vehicle was hit by artillery fire, and 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 that is a hugely different result than what the coroners are finding, isn't there, Dame So That's exactly right. The the evidence from the bodies show that that was a lie. And there is some feeling that maybe that was put out by the Wagner Group. Um, The Russians, we know, are very good at false information. And this may well have been an example of that. Um, And the UK government just took it. Um, Whether that was for diplomatic reasons, we're not sure. Um, But certainly um, that's what happened. Everybody was told this lie. And the Post-mortem evidence showed it was a lie. Do you believe that the two of them were targeted specifically by Wagner? We we know that they were stopped and probably pulled from their vehicle and we understand it from people who were there on the ground that one of them was killed straight away and the other one was killed four or five hours later. But the car was well marked as 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 they were humanitarian aid workers, and that's an illegal act. So how do you how do you progress this into being something that is that that you can push for change from a war crime? Well, the New Zealand government and the UK government have to investigate 
directly themselves that this was a crime. We know of the investigator in the UK, in, in Ukraine. He's got 10,000 cases on his desk, uh, and he cannot spend time on this particular event. But if the UK and New Zealand got together, sent an investigator there, there, we could even direct them as to who they need to speak to to get the evidence that that was uh, there was there were witnesses to this crime. And there are people locally who are very happy to provide translation services um, and and who are fluent in both languages. Have you spoken to the New Zealand government or the MFAT about the next steps here and what you want to see? We, we've spoken to the MFAT, we've spoken to the Foreign and Commonwealth Office. Uh, I wrote as recently, uh, the 6th uh, of this month was the an- anniversary of, the, of their disappearance. Uh, I wrote to the, um, the Foreign Minister um, um, at that time. He, uh, so far, I've only got a uh, computerised, automated uh, response to that letter. So not a lot of face-to-face uh, action there? No, in fact, at the time of their disappearance, the New Zealand government basically abrogated their responsibilities and just said, we'll leave it up to the UK government to do something about it. And I guess there's been a number of New Zealanders who have very sadly been killed in Ukraine and and all of them are, are similarly getting false information I know from the families here that, that it's very hard to actually find out what has happened to their loved ones. I want to ask, with the number of war crimes that we expect are happening in Ukraine in this conflict, how do you push for that? How do you push for your loved one to be the one that they prioritise? Well, it it is a very different thing to have a foreign national killed unlawfully on on a third person's territory. That's a very serious crime. And what we need is to have set more and more countries involved uh, demanding there is justice on this. Uh, Russia isn't actually a signatory to the uh, the uh, Rome st- statute uh, for the International Criminal Court, but there's no reason why they shouldn't be tried in absentia. It's interesting... We were just listening to the news item on the, the school in, in Uvedale, and it's reminded me of this current situation with the war of Ukraine. Everybody standing back and just waiting, mm. and they're just allowing Russia and Israel to a certain extent to do a hot shot over all the actual civilians of each country, and mm. they um, are breaking the law, but everybody just stands back. Thank you very much. Sorry, we have to leave it there. That's Andrew Bagshaw's parents, Dame Sue and Professor Phil Bagshaw.